This podcast is sponsored by Man Present. Ever struggle to buy a man a present? Want to get a present that is universally loved? Who the hell doesn't? It's usually so bloody hard, right? Socks and ties are lame, gift vouchers suck, and flowers will not be well received. Well, all your man gifting worries are a thing of the past with manpresent.com. Manpresent is a gift box delivery service that lovingly sends classy gift boxes of Cuban cigars and single malt whiskey to the man who deserves a touch of class. Whether it's a wedding, a new father, a birthday, or just because they deserve a gift, use manpresent.com for the win. With boxes starting at $69, it has never been easier to be a gifting king. Simply visit manpresent.com and ensure you use the coupon code OFFTOPIC, all one word for 5% off your order. Manpresent.com. Man gifting made easy. And we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah. I'm telling you my story, man. Yeah. I'm drunk, show what? Beautiful, I'm drunk. Show me the money. Show me Utah, the money. give me two. Here we go with another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. I'm Sean Macy. And you never, you always <laughs> say Jason McDonald. I never have to do that. I find if you went back to our last episode, you cut me off at that point. <laughs> so I've set the trend now. This is what we're doing yeah, going exactly. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm Jason McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'd stop it there. Like I, I'm, This is my huff and puff from our last episode. <laughs> and that's what you got from the last episode. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's I listened it. to it all and I couldn't get over that moment. <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all what right. is it's going on? Lots of stuff, actually. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dodged a bullet this week. Oh, you okay? Dodged a bullet. Like yeah, Matrix style? Matrix or? style. It definitely was Matrix style because okay. I've left it open to the point where I can uh, go back. But th- let me tell you. I'm a bad shot. I mentioned on the last episode <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I couldn't take up the job on The Voice. Yes. 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 Uh, various reasons. Uh, loved the job, but just couldn't yep. couldn't go back this year. Yep. Um now, the bullet that I dodged is that they just announced their new, uh, and I'm putting up my little uh, rabbit ears here, Superstar Judge. Ooh, can we talk about it or you can't reveal? I can't, no, no, we can talk about oh, it. Good, it good, is, good. It's released on oh, it's line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you, uh, you don't know? I have no idea. Can I give you three guesses? Sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> three oh, guesses. So hang on. Give me something. Superstar, international, and this is how they're positioning this judge. No. I'll give you give me something. two international slots and one local slot. Okay. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Um, okay, and singer? Definitely a singer? Yeah, definitely a singer. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Right. Gwen Stefani? No. But good guess because she's been around that sort of realm for a little while now. Mm. Uh, oh, if it was Gwen oh, Stefani, I would have retracted my I couldn't be on this show. <laughs> I would have uh, been back on there. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, Guy Sebastian. Number two, you got it. Oh, I got it? Yeah. No way. Of course. Because you're going, it just, of course it is. (laughs) Now, uh, 
Okay, yeah. yeah. Go. So there, there's a little bit of history. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Guy uh, and I, and, and the thing is, it's all one sided. <laughs> Guy doesn't even know I exist, <laughs> right? Um, but he hurt you mentally. He may know my face because he should, uh, because I know him from two walks of life. The first walk of life was a long time ago. As you know, we worked at Video Easy. Yes. And I happened to um, go to a few stores. One of those was right in the middle of the city, which was the store. The store was called Video Easy, Sydney City. Yeah. Okay. I remember it. Yeah. 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 Downstairs, right yep. in the middle of a, like sort it's of like Korea Pitt town. Street or something, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, he was a customer. Uh, and his girlfriend, who's now his wife at the time. Before the fro was famous or? No, uh, after the fro was famous. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so if you don't know who Guy Sebastian is, by the way, he was uh, the winner of Australian Idol. Hmm. Uh, I know Australians know him, but if people yeah, in the States who listen may yeah. not know. Um, so he and was, he's he represented was... Australia in, um, in Eurovision. Euro- Eurovision. Yeah, 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 he's done that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's actually, can... I think he's like the best-selling Australian artist of all time or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, look, not a fan of the music. That's fine. You know, not everybody no, I, has I, to be. I like, I like his music. Yeah, yeah. and I can see why people would, but I think I have a little bit of a, a thing. <laughs> his story. There's a chip and it's sitting on my shoulder. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he, he, he had massive late fees. Right. You We're know, talking hundreds or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hundreds of dollars? Yeah, I don't want to go into... Too much. I don't okay. know how much trouble. You can't get in too much trouble, but, you know. Well, that, that's a fact, right? It, it was, it was a fact. There was yeah. a substantial amount on there. And I always thought, like, I'm ha- I always hassle people for, like, $5. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you're selling lots of records, <laughs> mate. You know, how yeah. can you not? Anyway, I didn't, probably because he was uh, quite a star at the time, I didn't hassle him about it. So that's a regret that I've always held. So he didn't do anything wrong necessarily, except that he shouldn't have let them accrue like that. Because we did mention them. Uh-huh. And he didn't he, think he was above the law, did he? And so no, I don't think no, so. No, I'm no. not paying my late fees because I'm he, a guy. Yeah, but maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, and that was the hard thing. It was um, I should have hassled him more about it and then I would have known. Yeah, to get a response. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of angry at myself, right. I think, at this, <laughs> this moment. Um, <laughs> and you've been carrying this around this whole no, time? because then years later, <laughs> I work with him. Yes, uh, yes. On the X Factor X Factor, yep And this is where he may remember my face that, that little bit more And he kind of tried to throw me under the bus Yes um, To him it was a small manoeuvre yep. It wasn't like it was uh, he was meaning to be mean or anything like that Nothing like that he's, He was actually really nice Like in all <laughs> honesty He's a really nice guy Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. But I think people in a, that position sometimes forget that small things for them matter to jobs yeah, for other people. And my yeah. job was to get him from one place to another. And uh, he, he just mentioned to... Because he um, can't walk by himself. Yeah. yeah. And he, he mentioned to me that uh, he wasn't coming on the show because I looked after not just the X Factor, but the Extra Factor, which yes. was a show they held for half an hour after yep. the main show. Um, and notoriously, you know, the main stars didn't really want to I think I was on, on Extra Factor. I was on camera. One yeah, time. you might have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, notoriously, people don't really want to go up to that, but they do because it's just, it is part of their contract, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he tells me that he's not going up. I find out the next day when we do, we, we always go back and look at what happened the day before and, and talk about what we can make better and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And the director turns to me and says, um, so apparently you didn't go to Guy Sebastian's dressing room. Oh. <laughs> and I was like... Oh. No, 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 no. I was standing outside there for a good five minutes, knocking, going in until 
he said to me with quite, you know, a bit of annoyance. A stern that, voice. Yeah, and I'm sure he had something else going on. It wasn't yeah. me. Like, he was just, yeah. no, nah, I'm not doing it, not going up. But then instead of owning that, turned around and said to our director that, um, yeah, he he didn't have anyone come and get him, so he just forgot that he had to go or whatever. Oh, right under the bus, dibby dobba. But what he didn't know is that the director was actually a good friend of mine that brought me in on this job. Yeah. So he was laughing at me about it because he knew I wouldn't have done yeah. that. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so it, it wasn't a successful sniper, <laughs> but he took a shot. You know, he took a shot. He took a shot. Yeah. And the thing is, he has no idea he took a shot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea that yeah. I exist. Uh, so, so fast forward, if you actually did get the job, if you went for the job and, um, sorry, if you were doing the job yep. coming up and he was a, a judge, uh, how <laughs> would you handle that? You, you'd be like these two massive chips on your shoulder and you'd be like, hi, Sean. Exactly, yeah. You'd be the most lovely and I'm like, I hate you because you're yeah. so nice. And, <laughs> so who uh, are the other three judges? The same? Same. Yeah, okay. uh, Kelly, Kelly Rowland, Boy George and Delta Goodrum. Yeah, cool. cool. And, that, and those three get along, house on fire. Like, So it, it, yeah. it actually, I think, would be a really great room to be in. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good mix and I love Kelly. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and it's nice. You, you need definitely two internationals at minimum. Yeah, um, it's nice to have a third, and, and Joe, also a balance of personality as well. But there's a lot yeah. of niceness on that panel. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I mean, boy George can be, he can play the villain a little bit. You know? little, yeah, yeah, he yeah. can. Yeah, he likes to stir up a little bit, yeah. but it's always fun and, and yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, good luck to them, um, and I've I've still got the door open to to go back and help out um, should they need it. So. Wow. Well, there you go, eh? That yeah. was, uh, that's interesting. Now, listen, before we go any further, I would like to dedicate episode 25 to one man, one legend, and that legend is Sir Stan Lee, who passed away this week at yeah, 95, and 95. he's given us so much to uh, to love and live, and, and we'll continue to, to love that and appreciate that for, well, you would think for another 100 years at least. That's crazy. 95, you know, the yeah. amount of life that you see, you know, the change. We think about, say, to 2004, 2005 when phones were just kind of coming know, in, right? you know, around there. It was pre-Facebook. And <laughs> yeah, that's a massive Weird. change just from that. And, yeah. You know, what, 95, so he was born in, what, the 30s or something, yeah. somewhere around there. That's yeah, even 20s, yeah, yeah. That's wars. Lots of and, and big proper wars that affected yeah. you and post World War One, yeah. pre World War Two. Let alone create this whole, you know, Marvel universe and mm. uh, and whatnot. So I, I um I'll just put a shout out to a podcast that I listen to because if if you are a Stanley fan, I know that um uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernadine got together um and did a two-hour episode basically just talking through Stan's stories. Yeah, cool. Um, because Stan at one point um, uh, basically turned around and said to Kevin Smith that he was like a son to him. Oh, yeah. oh and, my gosh. Uh, yeah, you know, they, they, they actually worked together a lot over time. And, um, uh, but I don't, want to, I don't want to ruin all those stories. And, and I don't want to usually push people to other podcasts, but that, that's really good. And it's called um, uh, Fat Man Beyond. Right. So, you know, <laughs> go and listen to that episode. It's, it's uh, really quite nice. It's a good seeing off. Yeah, nice. Room full of um, fans. Anyway, here's cheers to the legend Stan Lee. Cheers. So, um, what else have you been doing other than dodging bullets? Have you been watching some <laughs> movies? I have actually. Uh, you know, Netflix has had uh, a little bit out. Okay. Um, but it has been dominated this week by one particular 
show called The Blacklist. Oh, okay, like a new season? <laughs> season six, yeah. Has just come on Netflix? Uh, I don't know when exactly it came on, um, it, but it would have been within the last year. Okay. I know that. Uh, and I didn't see much of season five, so I just decided to skip that because you can. It's one of those formulaic shows. <coughs> yeah, I, I do like it. I, I do like Blacklist. Yeah, look, mm. James Spader is so good yeah. that he carries, uh, well, I don't even know her name, but Elizabeth Keane, I'm sure she could be great in lots of other different roles. Yeah. Uh, in this one, very... Overshadowed. Very cardboard. Mm. Yeah. And, and maybe it is because she's overshadowed. You're right. It, he is so good. Um, but this season, what I noticed a difference of, they sort of went through... Because I binged this. 23 episodes in two days. Holy dooly. So, Are they like 46 minutes or something? Oh, yeah. 50 minutes? Minute, yeah. Late nights. Oh. I like my late nights. Yeah, I always I know. do. Um, and I didn't fast forward much, but they went through genres. Can I ask you, how do you watch the content late at night? By pressing play on Netflix and laying down and okay. So is it on a mobile device or no? No, it's on my TV. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. always on TV. Cool, because uh, I mean, I, I enjoy going to bed and watching a half an hour of something on my iPhone, and you know, it could be Netflix, it could be whatever it is. But um, I get tired so quickly, so then the, I, I'm kind of lying down on my back yeah. with the mobile in my hand, and then I'll kind of drift off and fall asleep, and the mobile will hit me in the face <laughs> and wake me up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not so, a soft uh, book, you know, no, that just sort no, of lays on you. No, these iPhone eights are huge, man. Smack! <laughs> now the reason why I ask that is because you do uh, watch a lot of content, and I find that I can't because of that reason. I just fall asleep. So I was wondering if. Well, you... I also don't work. Um, at the moment, yeah. yeah, I've got a bit of time to myself, so I tend to, yeah, I tend to just stay up late at night, and I don't have to like my brain doesn't have to function as mm. quickly the, <laughs> the next, next day. day. <laughs> um, so yeah. no, it's good. But so I like the blacklist. It was good. So they went through different genres. Um, they kind of had like a cabin in the woods type thing there, a little bit of oh. horror. They went through uh, like uh, Ocean's Eleven. Right. Uh, with heisty. Even heisty for about four episodes. Like I'm talking the music and the way that they all sit in a room and as they're talking about what's happening, they then flash to Ford, you know, to what would actually happen. Right, okay. You know, and, and exactly what... Oh, that's cool. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. So it, it just sort of... They just took from a lot of popular um, ways of telling stories. Yeah, right. And that was kind of nice this... Uh, this season. Easy so watching. Definitely easy watching, yeah. Okay. So I recommend it, you know, if, if you like um, formulaic shows. Hey, can I, uh, can I just tell you something quickly? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been talking a little bit along the uh, podcast journey about my massive journey in Borderlands 2, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And my friend and I who play it co-op and online, uh, we finally finished uh, Borderlands 2, which is uh, OP8. So it's the final, final, final run. <laughs> so people who know who play Borderlands will know exactly what I mean. So I am now a legend in legendary status. I'm OP8, and that means a lot to about three percent of the audience <laughs> out there. But I'm so happy with myself. <laughs> Can I make a, a dad joke? Sure. As a prize, did you get an OP8? <laughs> uh, no, but I think I deserve one. <laughs> <laughs> you want the stress that you went through to get to that level. I know, man. Like that's uh, literally I, my friend and I spent, uh, not straight, but the last year 
Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we only do it once every two weeks, whatever it is. But we've spent the last year trying to go through all the OP runs and we finally... And you, and you play it with a, a mate of, of ours, mm. uh, Dickie. Yeah. Um, he had a full head of hair going into yes. um, the first OP8 level. Yep. OP, so OP level. OP level, yeah, yeah, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's, it's just slightly receding. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he cuts it pretty short. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're, we're wrapped with ourselves. Just, <laughs> just ask us. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah, and I've tried to join you on this journey every so yeah, often. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll jump in on you know the online thing and, uh, you know, I think we're up to level... 27 or something? Yeah, yeah. of... How, what's it? Uh, 72 and then the OP 72. start. Yeah, and so we're about a third of the way through the game. And I've definitely spent probably 15 hours of my life at least on, on that just mm. to get to that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can appreciate that and, yeah. and it just gets harder and harder, longer. Yeah. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, well done. Well, well done, thank man. you, man. Thank you. I'm so happy with myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what else have you been watching? Um, I might jump into. I started watching um, The Sinner season two. Yes. So this was the Jessica Biel, Bill Pullman season one that was on Netflix. Really great little thriller, eight parter. You know, quite traumatic to watch, but it was actually really good. Yeah, you've recommended this, and yeah. Uh, so look at this. My pen just clicked it. Okay. It's going down on my pad. Oh, the pen is down on the pad, and he's writing <laughs> the words. Sinner. I'm going to write that. I'm going to so watch it. So Sinner season two is interesting because it doesn't have Jessica Biel anymore and, and you'll know why. It's kind of hard. I'm glad they didn't go down the, the route of inventing a story around her character because it just wouldn't kind of make sense, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's not giving away anything. She doesn't die or anything like that. It just wouldn't make sense. It would be kind of like uh, forcing something down your throat. So what they do do is they follow, follow Bill Pullman's character who's the detective and that's the route they go down. So it's eight episodes as well. I'm about up to episode five, I think. So it's basically True Detective, except that they follow on with the... I don't know. I haven't no, seen True well, Detective. No, True Detective's <laughs> more anthology style, uh, I guess. Or, yeah. No, it's, it's still... At its core is Bill Pullman's character. And trust me, I know how you love great character um, stories yeah. and uh, great characters. And I know you'll love... Bill Pullman's character. Oh, and I like Bill Pullman. I know you do. So. And he's an old Bill, Bill Pullman. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And he's completely flawed, but brilliant. Great. And you'll love it. You'll I, love I, it. I, yeah. I think I'll add that in um, tomorrow. I'll start that tomorrow. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, can I ask quickly, because you might have already answered this with True Detective. Yeah. I own the DVD. I own it. I yep. bought it when it first came out because everyone said it was so good. Why can... Oh, and I say the first... I've seen the first episode. About three years ago. Yep. Why can I not watch the rest of it? Because it the first four episodes are the hardest thing I've ever had to do, right. other than maybe Game of Thrones season five. Yeah. Right? It's tough. It's blasphemy, by the way, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a point across. <laughs> no, it's tough, man. And I, 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 do you know what? I gave up on it. I gave up at episode three. Yeah. At the end of episode three, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And I just kept hearing great things after great things after great yeah. things. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to sit down and force myself to watch it. And at episode four, it takes a turn. And episode four is brilliant. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, hang on, I'm in. Then the last three episodes of that show are nothing short of brilliant. And that's right. and then at the end of it, you forget about the, how hard the first three episodes were, <laughs> and you just think, "Well, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen." So you just okay. got to force yourself to get to it's episode a massive four. Payoff and, massive payoff, right. and especially with those two men, those two acting are just 
outstanding. Like the best acting I've ever seen pretty much in any TV show ever. Wow. And I love them. Yeah. So, oh, okay, I'm going to do that. Uh, and I just remind as you were talking about it, the other one I've been trying to track down to watch is The Night Manager. Oh, oh yeah. Because um, I've heard like, Hugh Laurie. Love Hugh Laurie. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Um, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Is that the movie or the TV show? No, TV show. The TV show, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. And yeah, it's, yeah. It, had, it had just as great a, um, a chat um, as True Detective. So, but I can't get it. Like, it's not on any streaming services. I guess I could go and buy it on DVD, but yeah, who wants to do that, really? So maybe is, is it, would it be on free to wear? Like, have you checked the catch-up apps? Yeah, yeah, I've tried. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's done now. Like, they're off oh, the catch-up okay. apps. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, they, right. You know, if, like, they have, if they start the second season, they get rid of the first season. Yeah. For instance, yeah. I tried to watch that uh, nun show. <laughs> the big one, the, the huge one. Nun? No, I say nuns. But the, the huge show, like, there was the biggest show the last year. It was on SBS. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, That's what they look like to me. <laughs> the uh, oh my god, what's the bloody show called? Um, I had a few drinks last night. I'm a bit hungover. Uh, the girl from uh, yeah, 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 from Chuck. Yeah, yeah, Chuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. she's in that. But the other, but the other main one uh, also, she's in that fifties. Uh, Advertising. Oh, my God. Everyone's driving their car at the moment, pulling their hair out, going, <laughs> it's this. I've, I've only seen two episodes of that show. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen? No. This, no. That's what I, I'm saying. No, yeah. I went to, so my point is I went to go to SBS to watch it. And yeah. they've gone because season two had started. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. What is it? How bad is that? Well, this is appropriate for our uh, top five that we're doing today. <laughs> we're yeah. losing tell everyone. Uh, tell everyone about, the, uh, about that. That what we're doing for the, that oh. just so they know well, what's coming up. In a up. little while, we'll be doing uh, my top five, but it's going to be based on, um, well, I'd like to call them mature acting films. <laughs> you might like to say that they're, um, I, let's just say, more experienced older actors in fine films. We'll be counting down uh, the top five oldies. <laughs> All these films. Um, that makes no sense whatsoever, but it is in, in, <laughs> <laughs> it is in, it, it is in theme for um, um, The Old Man and a Gun, which is Robert Redford. It's out now at the cinemas. And I guess we could also put The Mule in there as well, Clint Eastwood. Uh, that's kind of where we're going. I'm dribbling because Sean's still looking for this <laughs> stupid show. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I just know it's on the tip of my tongue. Why don't you just look up Yvonne? Yeah, yeah that's 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 where I just yeah. started going. Oh, <laughs> I put in. Um, uh, oh my god! Handmaiden's Tale. There we go. I just got it before I even. Oh good. It. Yeah, yeah. Hand, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. God, you know the thing, and that's the thing. Uh, when people speak really well about a show, I tend not to want to watch it. Mm. You know, it's just the way it is because I, I want it to die down. It's the same thing as um, A Star Is Born. I loved it so much, right? But then I knew that everyone was going to love the soundtrack, yeah. and that that it would be played a lot. So I'm going to deny that it exists. Because I want my second watch of A Star Is Born when it comes out on Blu-ray to be sweet. I are, you, to... are you trying to fool yourself? <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to trick yourself? <laughs> uh, no, no, because you, you, I don't get you used to it. You don't become accustomed yeah, no, to something. I'm, I'm I, I know exactly what you mean, and that's why I saw it twice in the first week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why the the the, the hands, the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, I'm writing it down. 
because I just need I just need access to it. I tried to watch it, but so SBS catch up is not on. No, that only only season two. Right. Oh, I'm glad that's over and done with. <laughs> I, f- I finally, quickly, I just finally finished uh, Haunting on Hill House. I, I did, last oh, yeah, time I right. spoke about it, I was up to episode eight. Yeah. And there was two more episodes left. Just quickly on that one. It's brilliant. It's one of the best horror genre TV shows I've ever seen, or horror in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes a commitment, and there are some genuine frights in there, but the at, the, at its core is some great human drama, and it's unreal. I loved it. Um, yeah, so highly recommend it if you can handle a few conjuring style yeah. scares. You know, I feel it's going to be one of those ones because I really want to watch it again. But just there's so much other things out at the moment which I'm going to talk about that it's going to be pushed to the back of the park sure. because of the genre it is. Yes, for yeah, me. yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. And I'm afraid in about three years' time we're going to be sitting here going, "You gotta finish it." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what else have you have you knocked over? Yeah, right. So uh, obviously th- th- this is Netflix heavy because. Um, They've had a lot of content come out that's all original, and yeah, you put a post out for a November's uh, yeah entries. And yeah. I said I'll see you next uh, month because I, and I will be. It starts really this like yesterday. It, yeah. Most of it came out yesterday, but last Friday, Outlaw King with Chris Pine came out, and that's their attempt at that William Wallace style yeah. Braveheart um, show. And you can you take know, away just, the man, but you can't take away the freedom. Or <laughs> <laughs> we've discussed this a lot off uh, the mm. podcast. Mm. But Netflix films, the ones that they actually uh, you know, produce themselves, yep. tend to be somewhere between like um, really great f- feature films and great TV shows in the production value and storytelling. Uh, ways. Yeah, they're trying really hard. They are. They really yeah, are. You can they see really that are. they are. And this show feels like they uh, that Netflix were given um, basically plot points and um, and then they sort of were sold on that <laughs> and then that's what the film is like. It's like, let's hit this beat, then yeah. we'll hit the next beat, then we're going to hit the next beat, then we're going to yeah. hit the next beat, then we're going to hit the next beat, then we're going to hit the next beat, then we're going to hit the next beat. And credits. And you know, just slow down yeah. a little bit for me. Yeah. And because the production value is brilliant. Amazing. Let yeah. me set to settle into this world. You've got some great actors here. You've got um, a genre I love, Vikings. Mm. Uh, well, they're not even Vikings, but you know that sort of um, medieval, medieval style. Medieval style, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. You know, all in England and, and fighting. And like, you've got some great things happening here. Settle in, slow down, and let me enjoy Chris Pine yeah. with, with an amazing haircut. He gets his gear off. He does. Little Chris Pine has... Um, <laughs> little Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> has his little... Uh, Heyday, uh, but it's, it is. Look, it is a wide shot. Yeah, but it, it's there. Because it needs to be, or it's not one that I paused and <laughs> you know looked at. Right. I'm just saying there are some you know in shows where you're like, hang on, did I just see <laughs> you know someone's balls hanging out from the side? And you're like, did I just? Oh, yeah, I did. Why did I pause on that? <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, so this one you could see it, and you went, yeah. There's definitely... I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. And apparently everyone else did, and I had no idea. Right. And I was like, oh. No. And I went, yeah, is that, is that actually Chris Pine? It has to be, because he's just now walked in one shot towards camera, and it's Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Well, that's true. Why not? Like, I, I actually... I, I like it for the reality of it. Like, yeah. I would prefer... You know, I enjoyed... Remember the 80s films? Although, in the Me Too, like... Uh, movement, the 80s films are just 
gratuitously showed breasts in a lot of summer vacation type films. very female focused. Not great. But if guys do it at the same time, then we're all on even par. We're showing off human body in a, you know, and and that's what we're doing. I'm all for it. So I'm all for it as well. (laughs) That's my long way around of saying that. Uh, So that was good. Then they had um, ones come out yesterday. They had Buster Scruggs, the ballad of Buster Scruggs, which got Liam Neeson and James Franco. My boy. Yeah, uh, Western style. Yeah, Western style on the, the frontier. And, you know, obviously it's going to be a Coen Brothers uh, type weirdness. Yeah, um, <laughs> bit, of, bit of quirk. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 every so often I just need some quirk to reset after watching yeah. so many comic book movies. So <laughs> happy there. One other show I love is The Last Kingdom. Season yeah. three has just been released and that is that medieval style, but it also brings in um, Vikings as well. Uh, and so my man Uhtred should be back. Although I checked Netflix at 8pm last night, wasn't in, but it should still be out soon. So okay. um, I have to check again. Uh, where where does that fall within Vikings and Game of Thrones in yeah. your opinion? So... Game of Thrones is completely different. It's closer to Vikings, definitely. Okay. Because they mix the whole history of uh, England with, you know, the Danes and all that sort of stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Um, the production value of Vikings is probably slightly better, but also Vikings does have a little bit of, and it's only slightly odd storytelling in a great way. Okay. So I prefer Vikings. Okay. This is kind of like the little brother of Vikings, but with a more generic way of telling a story. So uh, this is easier to watch. And okay. I, I, I will almost say you go from The Last Kingdom to Vikings. Right. Okay. Graduate to Vikings. Yeah, yeah. because I, I, this is if I was in a video store. Because it, uh, if I knew the customer... And I knew that they were willing to take a little bit of a risk. Yeah. I would go Vikings, Vikings first. Yeah. Because it's a better... So it's a deeper cut. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> In that genre. Yeah. Better yeah. acting yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But it's, got, it's got your mate, mate Travis uh, Fimmel. Travis Fimmel, yeah. yeah. But look, there, there are lots of um, medieval type shows on uh, Netflix. And I've watched pretty much all of them. And most of them are terrible. They okay. really are. So... Vikings. So most of those will be acquisitions rather than originals. That's right. Yeah. Last Ki- Last Kingdom is original. Okay. So do it. Like just get into it, man. It's it's really cool. Um, and I know a little bit of history of England as well, and they yeah. do follow it fairly closely, which is nice. Okay. Uh, well, not the Viking side of it, but where the English are from there. So it's good. Uh, so they had that. The Narcos, Mexico. Yeah, Narcos. Yeah, it came out. And what I like about Season this. Season three. Well, that's it. Is so this is what I'm about to say. So what I like about it is, you, if you go, if you click onto it, it comes up saying uh, season one, episode one. Right. So they don't count it in as part of, I guess, you know. They, so I guess what they're saying is they're not having original characters flow through anymore. They're okay. just going to use the brand of Narcos and start new. So you got Michael Pena in this. Yeah, right. Obviously, just finished off Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And uh, you know he's. Um, I mean, he's is he huge now, really? A, on the good side or bad side? He's a cop. He's a cop. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, so, really looking forward. I to... I enjoyed. No, I only saw Narcos uh, season one. I enjoyed it. It's good. Know? Yeah, yeah and season good. two was really good as well. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, so this one, I watched the first episode last night. Hmm. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, cool! I can see that they're on a, a path. Like it's got enough bloodthirsty sort of killing in there that you want from a Narcos show. 
Um, it also has a, a, a little bit of it, um, learning about how things worked back then. Still because, heaps of subtitles? Uh, not as many as... I don't know if it was the second season of Narcos. I think there was a third in there somewhere, somehow. Yeah. But the, third, the third one, or maybe the second season, that had loads. Yeah. This one has, um, as you would imagine... Sicario. Uh, uh, mm. It's like that. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. enough to make sense. Okay. Yeah. So get into that, man. I, you know, I think you might like this one. Mm. It's closer to a Sicario. Definitely style. like the uh, subject material. Um, I'm really mm. fascinated by the whole Colombian drug dealing side of things. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it. Love it. I'm gonna. I'll finish that tonight. Hey, uh, on Wednesday night just gone, I was one of, I'm sure, many people around the world who got together and watched uh, Coldplay's movie-length oh, yeah. documentary. Yeah. I forgot that you did that. Yeah, Head Full of Dreams. For and, a little uh, special occasion. What, yeah, occasion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm a big fan of Coldplay. I have been for many, since their second, second album. Um, and yeah, they're just right in my wheelhouse for that kind of... They're very moody. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But then they can have their celebration anthem songs as well, which obviously everyone knows from the top 20 or whatever. Yeah, so look, it was great. What was brilliant about this is, uh, and very unusual, is that it's 20 years of footage that they have, over a 1,000 hours. And why they have that, and real intimate stuff, and why they have that is that the four of them joined, they're all mates, just friends, and they joined this group and they kind of didn't know what they were really doing. And, yeah. you know, they had talent, they had musical talent, but they didn't really know much more than that. And so they kept the, all, the, all their friends around them. So one guy, just like me, when I was kind of 15, 16, I had the camera. I was the camera guy. Yeah, yeah. And so he just started recording stuff around them all the time, you know, and um, just never use them, just archived it. And occasionally um, Chris Martin would be like, oh, look, come down to the studio tomorrow. We're doing this recording for X or Y or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, come down, bring your camera just because it could be interesting. So, man, they've got 1,000 hours and you cut it down to two hours, right, obviously. Yeah. And so some of this stuff is gold, yeah. gold. Yeah. And so I watched it with, uh, with my wife and she's not, by no means is she a Coldplay fan. She likes some of their songs. That's about it. Yeah. But she was nice enough to tag along with me. Yeah. Uh, but she loved it. She oh, really loved so it. So good. Yeah. And obviously they show a lot of concert footage and blah, blah, blah. So if you are, I mean, hopefully, that's it. It was only on one night. So hopefully it'll come out on home end of some sort. And if you're a fan. Yeah. Any kind of fan of their stuff, it's definitely a good doco to watch. Any uh, almost famous vibes or? Um. Like just, moments like that? Yeah, just, uh, well, I, kind of. I know what you're saying. They're kind of. Because Almost um, Famous feels to me like the closest thing to a, a fictional... I know people are going to be like, Ugh, yeah. that old English film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of his name. What is it? What's the, the, the big famous, like, not Monty Python-esque? Um, oh, Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap. <laughs> I know people are going to be like, Spinal Tap's the greatest. Yeah, but, yeah. you know what? Almost Famous. Famous. What's really funny about this film, though, is that they're such it, it opens it up to what kind of people they are. Yeah. And you know what? They're just really nice guys. Yeah. They're just really genuine nice guys, right? So if you go in as a hater, it's hard to hate them. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, I know there's a lot of people who don't like Coldplay. I get it. It's all good. Yeah. But, but if you actually happen to watch this, which is probably why why would you be watching it? But if you do, you'll be like, oh, they're really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch it when it comes out when it, somewhere. Yeah. To, yeah. No, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I, uh, well, I did a, I tried super bad. 
Oh, uh, for the first time? No. No, no, no. No, no, I've seen it a few times, but a long time ago. And usually I wouldn't talk about this so much because, mm, you know. Interesting. Yeah, but. I had a similar experience. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched it forever ago yeah. when it came out. And then I watched it again for the second time only, probably, I don't know, within this year, for example. Yeah. So, yeah, tell me. Well, I just, I watched it a couple of days ago and I, I, it's funny. I think after I've become a father and uh, I still found it funny, very yeah. funny. Yeah. But I found it particularly crude. Crass. Yeah, yeah. it's real crass. Yeah, that's exactly what I picked up the, the on. The opening scene, Are we I, getting I was old? almost shocked. Are we getting old? Yeah. There's a theme <laughs> running through this episode. My memory's gone. <laughs> that we're being offended by crass humour. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about what... Um, we're pausing on penises. What? <laughs> They're talking about what porn sites that yeah. they, they wanted to go yeah. on to. And, and uh, uh, I don't know. Like, usually that would be fine. But uh, I just found it was just a bit... I, took, I was taken back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I was too. I, I'm with you. <laughs> you know, whereas I watched Forty Year Old Virgin, um, a similar story to that, but I actually found that quite funny. You know, there's still yeah. a lot of dick jokes and crass stuff, but um, and then, yeah, in um, Superbad, it's just laced with like language, right? It's just <laughs> constant. Yeah, and it's it just that opening scene that really <laughs> shocked me, and then because yeah. I, I went, oh, that's right, this is what it's like, and I yeah. fell into it again, but. Wow, that first fifteen minutes really hit hard. Um, so if you haven't watched are, it for a while, are you okay? Or? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it is a great, such a great movie, McLovin. McLovin, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> uh, but I, okay, so I went to the movies. Uh, one that I missed um, that I had to catch up the week after was Halloween. Sorry, you went to get your popcorn, and you happened to see a movie. And I happened to see a movie yep, at the same yep. time. It was uh, Halloween. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. How's this? I haven't seen Halloween. I know. I was just about to say that. Oh, my God. I've just had a revelation, realisation that I actually yeah. haven't seen this bloody film. I, what look, are we doing? Uh, I want everyone to know that Jason's been letting the team down lately <laughs> with uh, how many films he's been seeing. I've got a new job. I've been training. I've been busy. I'm just trying to get back into a routine. Yeah, no, but they have 9.30 episodes. Uh, <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yeah, screenings. You know I'm in bed by 10 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, I mean, how, it was fun. It was great. It was so nice to see those characters back again. Yeah. Um, and uh, for all of the little... Coincidences and things like that. You just yeah, forgive it. Forgive it. Yeah, and of course you do. Because they try, and Danny McBride was part of this, obviously. Yes. And uh, I, I don't know what I expected going into it. Maybe a little bit more humor. Okay. Just because of his involvement, but it wasn't, and that was okay because he had just a gr- he honored yeah. the seventies to early eighties in horror of the film, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can- he didn't do a Rob Zombie and he didn't try to make it his own necessarily. Yeah. He just tried to pay homage. And he was much of the same, but in 2018. In 2018. Yeah. There was a really neat balance there mm. that he, that, and that, yeah, had that, so much fun. That to me tells, tells us a lot, right? Yeah. Fans of that kind of thing, they just kind of want more of the same. Stop trying to make it so freaking ridiculous and different. And now Jason Voorhees is in space and what the fuck? Yeah, we just we love the original stuff. Just give us more of that kind of stuff, you know. And okay, if it's if it gets a little bit repetitious, well, yeah. But I th- I think and it's, it's the second biggest horror film of all time now, yeah. From a box office point of view, yeah. It's demonstrating that that is actually what we want. I think that the, the twists and turns are where he kept homage, where you have to forgive some coincidences yep. or the well, what if he didn't do this and what yeah. if he didn't do that, because it happened that way. That's where <laughs> is where you got to think about it and. Uh, 
And what he updated was uh, how things are slightly more ultra-violent these days. How you okay. can see a little bit more and, and yeah. whatnot. Uh, so he, I think he updated that a little bit. Some good scares? Because uh, the original, do just, you know the original still has a few decent jumps today? Yeah. Like it's long and kind of a bit boring. But it's, it still has a few effective scares. I think one of the reasons I'm off horror is because I don't get jump scares anymore because I, I'm trying to prepare myself the whole time. So even if, whenever someone's closing a fridge door or yeah. any door, you expect someone corner, to be behind yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you kind of know which angles they're going to take now. Yeah. So no, I, I didn't particularly get any jump scares. There might be a couple in there, but I didn't see them. Okay. Um, but but oh, you know what? That's kind of like the the beauty of it. There were some scenes there where there is there are there is distance, right what, between what the the victim. And, and Michael, there's distance, uh, 50 meters, like let's just call okay. it, right? So the shot's there. The shot tells you there is distance. That was the scariest to me. Yeah. Because they play, a, I don't want to ruin anything, but they played really well. It's a hunter after their prey kind of closing thing. that distance. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, to make it really believable and to make it scary. So you didn't need to jump because you had that, oh my God, please, fuck, get... Just, yeah. Run Like you know They don't do this uh, But don't run up the stairs Don't run up the stairs <laughs> The front door's right there <laughs> Yeah that sort of stuff yeah. um, But you had those Sort of Just come on Just do it Get yeah. over it You know that sort of thing Yeah cool uh, You'll you'll have so much fun man. With it. Yeah no I'm looking I'm, I am looking forward to it um, Yeah would, would it matter if I watch Another movies Or home end To be honest Well uh, For you I think You should see it At the cinema Big screen Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it should be um, and yeah. then, I, so the other night, uh, you know, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, uh, and I'm not as massive as, I'm not the biggest Harry no. Potter fan, you know, I'm not dressing up as Harry Potter, um, but when the books were out, I lined up yeah, for the books. Yeah, day one. Yeah, yeah, day one, yeah. yeah. And like, the, I'm talking 150 metre lines. Yeah. Uh, so I read the books and, and loved the movies. With that said, Fantastic Beasts, the first film, was a little slow and... and but it's okay. Oh. It kind of created a decent platform for where we might want to go in the sequels. Yes. And? So I, I was okay with that. Yeah. But this, this last one, uh, fan, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Hide Them, is where I want to call it. Um, <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes yeah? of Grindelwald. Yeah. It's just a little messy. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, so the... the uh, some of the names are really close together and there's a lot of... It starts off really quick, fast-paced. And I thought, wow, I'm going to be in I'm for in. a bit of a yeah. action here. And, and then it just slows down, you know, very much like, uh, you know, two people standing in a hallway. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Aaron Sorkin not writing the, the dialogue, <laughs> keeping it, you know, quick and bant yeah. you know, yeah. banter. Yeah. It's just a little boring. Yeah, right. And I found myself just wandering the whole time of mind thinking, oh, could I go to the toilet right now? Or, or no, maybe should I check my – don't check my phone. What are you doing? Don't think about checking – you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. And what are the fans saying out there? I haven't heard much about it. Like is it, is it reviewing okay or – Not not great. Okay. Um, look, it's perfectly acceptable. But it's not great. It's okay. not, you know. And also, they're setting up for another film. Yeah, of course. Well, they've uh, got five, haven't they? In the in the plan, yeah. in the works. So it just kind of moves 
it's funny, it moves at a fast pace by being slow. <laughs> you can only <laughs> go in, and I can do that in more detail, but that's going to be a review. Okay. Uh, if you're a Harry Potter, Harry Potter fan, you've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If you are kind of intrigued by the Harry, Harry Potter universe, then and, and you've got nothing else to do and you want to go to the movies, then yeah, fine. Like it's a bit of a spectacle. If you don't like Johnny Depp, then you're not going to like it. Yeah, and so he, he's in it a lot. Yeah, definitely. And and I, I, I found him a little hard to take. Yeah, wow. I'm kind of at the end of my depthness. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I do you know what? I am too. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time where I loved that guy and I'd cross the street to watch a film he was in. Yeah. Now I'm like, man. It doesn't matter what character he puts on now, I'm just seeing Depp. He used to put on all the characters, but he just does so many characters. Yeah. That he's now just doing the same. That's all I see. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, so those are, those are the movies. And uh, the only thing I've got left, if you don't mind me saying just yeah, quickly, sure, sure. is uh, I saw the trailer for Dumbo, the, the, the oh, yeah, full-length yeah, yeah. trailer. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. And that Tim is, Burton, speaking of which. Yeah. Tim Burton, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no doubt that the, the squeaking noise of the elephant is Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, you know. <laughs> Uh, he's in everything. He did all the mocap for the elephant. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, thinking back to childhood and uh, and how much I loved it back then, I tried to watch the animation mm. of late, and it's very racist. Very tough. Oh, oh right. It's hugely racist. Do you remember the birds, the blackbirds that used to sit on um, uh, the, the yeah. wires and yeah, just sort yeah, of look yeah, down? Yeah. And, yeah, it's just, it's a little <laughs> slave ownerish. Right. But, yeah. Um, but this but looks sweet. This looks sweet. This looks great. Looks and it's going to be a tearjerker. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, it's so cute. Yeah. The little elephant. So I'm looking forward to taking my kids to this one. Like I'm really mm. looking. They're going to love it. I think I'm going to love it. Yeah. Um, so really looking forward to that. Now, the, the next one is a tr- kind of a trailer, but it's, it's actually a commercial for oh, yes. um, an English or UK brand uh, called John Lewis, which is um, for anyone in Australia, it's kind of like a... Uh, David Jones, Maya. anyone in yeah. um, Maya, anyone in the uh, U- US, it's kind of like a, um, a Macy's. Macy's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that sort of feeling, yeah. right? So these guys got a bit of, bit of cash behind yeah. them and whatnot. <laughs> but, but, but I didn't know it was John Lewis until right at the end when it came up, John Lewis, because it plays like a trailer for the new Elton John film. Yeah, with, and it, um, with Taron Egerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically this whole thing, tracks through different settings where Taron Egerton is singing as Elton John yeah. um, in settings that could be like in his house in a nice manner or out on the stage or whatever. And it's just awesome. I just, the way that they it's do the transitions. amazingly, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, and the transitions are beautiful and yeah. perfect. Yeah. And then it goes off to this little <laughs> kid sitting at his first piano. Mm. Oh, my God, I could cry. It like comes up. Get it, get it from Big W. <laughs> and then, oh, damn you, John Lewis. And then uh, yeah, he goes to this little kid Came opening his first Christmas. piano and the parents looking at him like, oh, you know. So you've just seen where he's at his height. Yeah. You've now seen him as a young kid who's about to go on that journey that you've just seen. And then, it, oh, my God, <laughs> it cuts to Elton John. <laughs> Old man just sitting there. Uh, there's another theme. Yeah, yeah. just Old sitting man. there. And, and in a split second, you see the contemplation of everything that's happened in his life. Yeah. 
Maybe I'm just projecting that. Sure, Sean's got tears in his <laughs> oh, eyes. Oh, man, look, it kills me. It is so good. So I'm going to put that on now. Yeah, I was about um, to say, how do we watch this? Because I think people should watch what we're talking th- about here. I think it's under a minute. So I think I could put it on Insta. Okay. Even. So uh, check our Instagram feeds and uh, and Facebook. And uh, I'm going to put that out there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Even though I'm, you know, promoting John Lewis, I don't care because it's so good. Oh, but that's, uh, that's they, me, they man. Make, they make too much money. That's what that is. <laughs> to do ads like that. Uh, yeah. But that, that's me. I reckon, uh, yeah, that's me too, man. Yeah, good. Yeah, let's move on. So we can move on to my top five. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, because it's actually my top five. Hey, it's my top five. <laughs> hey, that's my top five. Yes, it is in my it is in my top five, laddie. Now, can you explain again uh, what the top five was about? No. I don't think anyone actually. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. That was the worst explanation in the history of explanations. I'm going to stop you right there. Look, it, it's as simple as this. Right. Okay. There's a film out with Robert Redford right now. Yes. Do you know what that film's called? Yes. Old Man and a Gun. That's right. Old Man and a Gun. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> now, based on that. Based on that movie, because I'm a big Robert Redford fan, as you know, as well. And I love my old man films. Based on that, we're going to do a top five, my top five. Yeah. Lead actors that are over 60 years old. So films that feature lead actors that are over 60. Now, the lead is where we're going to give a little bit of leeway. Okay. If the the film, I'll argue if I don't think it's right. Same as you can argue against me. I'm sure you would, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't say Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Is that a bit grey? Why would you say that? Because the character is old. No, so as a character. We're talking about the actor. Right. Yeah, okay, so I'm getting this now. The actor has got to be over 60 at the time. Yeah. Okay, so we yeah. can't. what if it's in the title like No Country for Old Men or something? Yeah, definitely not in the title. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, right. it's got to be Everyone the out there actor. understand this now? I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, straightforward. I'd like everyone know. out there to know also that when I say actor, I mean male and female. I just don't want to keep saying actor and actress. That's, that's just how I do things. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fair enough. So, uh, did that really need to be said? <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Maybe. I can't tell. No one's written in yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, we've and got, it can't be something like. <laughs> yeah. It can't be something like Notebook, right? Well, when they're old at the end. Yeah. No, it's an actor. Right. I'm just helping. Are you struggling help- with this? No, I'm just helping the <laughs> listeners out there. Hey, we've got smart listeners. They get it. They got it. Uh, uh, no, so my my you- memory's going on me. <laughs> Usually, how we would do this is um, I don't know if I was going for the Godfather yeah, then. Or, I, was, or then. I, think I got Godfather then. Luckily, not doing shite impressions. Uh, <laughs> um, Usually how we would do this is we will go through our honourables first. Yeah. Just sort of knock those out of yeah. the way. Um, and uh, and then we'll go through our top five. And, and because we've only got, you know, we're not listening to music or anything <laughs> this time, maybe we can do a five five four four three three. Sure. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Happy with that. Yeah. Do you want to do honourables back and forth? Yeah. I've only got a couple. So the way, because, you know, it's my top five. And as you will find out, if this is the first time listening, it really comes down to your personal it's not like the best yeah. old man or old woman in a film. It really isn't. Yeah. It's what is, is your... And we can't say Logan, right? Old man Logan? No. <laughs> no. No. Mm. All right. I've got it. I've worked it out. You got it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actors. Yeah. Actors. Uh, so, okay. 
Do you want to go first? Sure. Because I know you've probably got a few honourables. You know, mm. you're older than I am, uh, oh. which means that you've seen the more older man films. <laughs> oh my god! Is this how this is going to start? Uh. Oh my god! Look, I've got one that's. Um, you're only older than me by about fifteen years. It's fine. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hook line and. I oh, know you got me. Yeah, Think, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about fishing. You would, because you're older than me. Man, I'm on fire. Hang on, that sounded like a dad joke. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're we are sad. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're turning so fire. Yeah, we turning fire with a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, everyone else out there listening is going, just get on with the program. <laughs> 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 uh, they've uh, already come up right now with their top five. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Move on. Uh, All right, my first one was. Honorables is um, a movie called Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Yeah. So this movie came out in um, oh, like the eighties, was it? I've never seen this. Is it got Oprah in it? No, no. Um, so ninety one, and the I guess the person I'm referring to is Jessica Tandy. Jessica, that's yeah. So she was like. Yeah. You know, 85, 90 in this movie. Also had Kathy Bates in it. Also had a really young up-and-coming Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. And the movie's really sweet. That's a really sweet story. It kind of reminds me a little bit of a a coming-of-age, like kind of like a stand-by-me kind of sort of. But it's a great story and really uh, emotional ending. And, you know, uh, it's, yeah. This has nothing to do with, like, gr- uh, meat grinding people up. No. <laughs> no. All right. What's no. that film? It was around the same time. What? Grinding people in... Yeah, oh. they put them into sausages. Well, you're not talking about the Tim Burton Sweeney type. No, no, no. no. If I think of it, I'll, I'll come up. Oh but it, 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 it reminds me of Fried Green Tomatoes. Right, Maybe that's okay. why I never watched Fried no, Green this is, Tomatoes. This is a PG sweetest film ever made. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what, Jason? It's ooh, now going down ooh. on my list. Yeah, look, I, but do you know what? It's going to be impossible to find, I reckon. I used, to, I, I used to own it. Never oh, watched right. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I used to watch this all the time. It's kind of like... Um, like a good comp for it would be something like Little Women, which I know okay. my yeah. girls love that. It was something like, kind of like that in Stand By Me, somewhere there. Anyway, that, that was mine. Uh, Honourable. What you got? All right, are you ready for this? Yes, I am actually. I have Million Dollar Baby. Clint Eastwood. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman. Plays the... Trainer, the trainer, yeah. So, yeah. He, so you've um, he's the trainer, yes, of uh, Hillary Swank. Swank. Yep, uh, and if you haven't seen the film, mm. I don't want to, I don't, no. I, won't, I won't ruin it now, no. but it's not the your typical sports movie, it, it does set out to be that, which is really nice, yeah. Um, the less you know about this film, the better, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> girl comes in, I'm gonna do the setup of what the movie is, sure. you know, basically, a girl comes in, she wants to be a boxer. Um, and uh, Clint Eastwood takes her on with the help of Morgan Freeman, and she goes into um, fight somewhat semi-professionally to professionally. Yep. And the movie really takes off from there, so we'll yeah. leave it there. Yeah, if you um, haven't seen it, you've got to watch it. The acting's outstanding, and um, it's a truly great drama. A truly great drama, yep. yeah. Uh, and, you know, Clint Eastwood can be one of my cry guys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dennis yeah. Quaid obviously is uh, <laughs> number one. But uh, righto, my next honourable is an, another oldie man. I grew up on this film, like literally watching it on VHS and stuff. Uh, and it's on on Golden Pond is the movie, right? Yeah, I know the cover, and Title, I want to say it's yeah. got someone like William Hurt in it. Uh, 
No. No. The, the accident. Maybe it was, what's that called? The accidental hero? No, that was. Mm. Anyway, this one is uh, Catherine Hepburn and Henry Fonda. Like, absolute. Henry classic, Fonda is basically right? the same guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And also had Jane Fonda, actually. And um, look, it's just about uh, a movie that uh, it was like a family kind of you know, drama, and they go down to this uh, lake house, basically, that they have, and, and uh, yeah, Henry Fonda ends up. Dying in the movie. It's just all coming. It's all flashing back to me now. But yeah, on Golden Pond. Look, it was just one that I watched as a kid over and over again. To watch it today would probably be pretty tough, I would think. Yeah. So I don't think you're running out to watch this. But yeah, I thought it'd be uh, definitely well deserved of an honourable. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to throw in their uh, Legends of the Fall. Uh, Brad Pitt's like fifty, man. Um. Well, in that movie, he was 25. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Um, so Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, so that was after Silence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, after Silence. And yeah. the, the, Now, I know that this is treading the line. I get it. But he's looked over 60. <laughs> <laughs> like Steve Martin has. Since the 80s. Since they were 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. I, I looked at a few, like I want to do L.A. Story yeah. and Three Amigos. But he's like 30 in it and he's got yeah. grey hair all the way, you know. So, But uh, that's mine because, uh, again, if you haven't seen Legends of the Four, Aidan Quinn, um, it's Anthony Hopkins and Brad Pitt and it's just uh, you know, a story that takes you uh, along the lifetime uh, or part of a lifetime of this family who uh, – you know, owned like a ranch and... And there know, it is. Owns a ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's... <laughs> but there are, there are wars in there and there's love, yeah. No, it's epic. It's an epic drama. Epic, yeah. Sweeping drama, yeah. It's probably a little slow today, I think. It's more oh, like I've Dances s- with Wolves style. I saw it about a year ago. Okay. And it still plays all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. So Legends of the Fall, if you haven't seen that. And that's Brad Pitt with his long hair, right? Oh, man, this is this yeah. is height of uh, Brad Pitt cuteness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not the height Brad Pitt like <laughs> as a star. This is him rising to the star, and this is the reason why he rose to be that star. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I've got uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Can't really have this list without that, you know. And the amazing Jessica Tandy, I think she was nominated for Best Actress for that role. And Morgan Freeman, of course, he played the chauffeur. Yeah, um, yeah. African-American chauffeur. Directed by an Australian as well, Bruce Beresford. Yeah, right. Yeah, nice pickup, bro. Yeah, yeah nice. Because uh, he's one of my favourite directors. Yes. He's actually got a film out right now called uh, Ladies in Black. Yeah. If you've seen a trailer for that, you'll yeah. understand the sort of films that he makes and Mao's Last Answer, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, he's a, an amazing director. Uh, and this was also nominated for Best Picture. It was massive when it came out in 1989. Yes. Uh, all right, well, then I've got um, another Eastwood mm-hmm. uh, in Space Cowboys. Yeah, do you know I haven't seen that film? Why? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't interested in a bunch of old men going into space, I guess. Right. Can I, I'm going to read you the byline for this. When a retired engineer is called upon to rescue a failing satellite, he insists that he equally, his equally old teammates accompany him into space. It's an easy setup. <laughs> and there's a lot of jokes because obviously they're not as fit as what you're supposed to be as an astronaut and all that sort yeah. of stuff. But, you know, it is quite fun. Uh, and this film stars Clint Eastwood, Tommy Lee Jones, yep. Donald Sutherland, yep. and James Garner. Yeah. 
James Garner, man, you know. Um, but then you've got uh, people in there. You've got loads of uh, – but James Cromwell. Cromwell, uh, Australian? Yeah, yeah. And uh, my favourite role for him was always the Green Mile. <laughs> yeah. He's in that. And LA Confidential. Yeah. But uh, there's there's some great actors in there. Um, but, uh, yep, watch that. That's honourable. not going to go too much into it. Space Cowboys. Is that your last honourable? Uh, can I get back to you? Okay. Um, sure, you can get back to me. Um, no, I have two more. Oh, cool. Well, because I've got two more. Um, so my next one is an easy one, really. I have one more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you cross it out right then. Um, <laughs> yeah. n- next one I've got is Bucket List with Jack Nicholson and Morgan yes. Freeman. Yeah, this, look, this is a fun movie. It's not the best movie ever, but... It's kind of one of those movies while you're watching it going, why haven't they made this kind of movie before? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You could make that movie with each generation's two older people. Yeah. 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 Or females. Females. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Um, It could be an old married couple. You could, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done a sequel, Warner Brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Get into that because that was a a hot film. And I watched that uh, within the year. And that's still a great watch. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to go back to it. And Jack Nicholson can easily turn a tear for you. Oh, yeah. When he wants to. Ren, he wants to. He's such a strong character, strong man, you know. Um, all right. What's the last one? Grumpy Old Men. Right. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was huge when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel so like I might have stepped on your toes there some some way. No, 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 no. It would definitely be yeah, you know, yeah, easily be honourable for me. Um, Jack Lemmon, who was just amazing, and his to- uh, comic timing, one of my favourite classic actors actually, Jack Lemmon. Yeah, Walter Matthau. Walter well. Matthau. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that was at the beginning of my uh, really cinephile career. Yeah, you yeah. Know, watching these 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 guys, these are generations past. But you really understood how good, especially Jack Lemmon was. Yeah, um, <laughs> so good. Uh, so I went back and watched a few of his uh, films. And, yeah, and right. I watched his remake of Twelve Angry Men. Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I found that to be one of my favorite films of all time. Wow. Well, he's in one of my favorite classics of all time, and that is uh, Some Like It Hot with Marilyn oh, Monroe. I haven't seen that. Yeah, and he's really good. You know, he, you know who he reminds me of in that? I've just just come to me, Jim Carrey. He's right. like zany. Yeah, and he's really yeah. off the wall. And well, let's hope that there's a bright future for Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's, he's had his Ace Venturas and Dumber Dumbers. Yeah, something he's, like a hot remake. He's got a bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get him into like his older man. Yes. All right. Have you got any more honourables? Oh, just a quick one. It's more recent actually, but I actually kind of really liked it and that's uh, going in style. Going in style. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it was Morgan with, Freeman. Yeah. And... Michael Caine, Alan Arkin. Yes. Unreal. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Morgan Freeman. Just, I don't know. Like it, it was actually pretty good. Like it was kind of, I thought I expected a generic, you know, kind of old man comedy. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. But I also got a little bit more. <laughs> and that was, um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was quite refreshing. I liked you, it. You could have had, um, uh, Little Miss Sunshine mm. in this list, but he's he's not probably, a main pack character yeah. in that. Yeah, but he's just off Alan Arkin, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but he yeah. was great in that. 
Oh my god, here we go. The five. Who's going first? Um, you are, of course. <laughs> Wait, Was that you, a stab? You asked the question. <laughs> well, you're, you're probably more likely to die first, so... Oh, oh, oh my god. Uh, yeah. Coming in hot. So yeah, this uh, this bad boy is one of my favorite com- uh, one of my favorite rom coms, and something's got to give with uh, Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, just yeah. unreal, man. Like it's it's obviously directed by Nancy Myers. <laughs> we know we all love Nancy Myers. We all love. But yeah, this was just a brilliant film for me. This was like um, yeah, it just really gave you an insight in a humorous way into a a mature relationship. <laughs> And what's going on there? And, and I just loved it. I thought it was fantastic. There, were, there was a moment there with um, Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin um, across the dance floor. That's um, complicated. This, this oh, is complicated. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I've mixed them up. Speaking of complicated. God, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I should add that into my... There's my honourable. <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah, no, no. This is Jack Nicholson <laughs> oh and Diane God. Keaton. This is where you see Diane yeah. Keaton in the nude. I'm so sorry. Like, I heard you say the names and I was just thinking... Yeah, and she, fall, and she go, goes... Um, has an affair with uh, her doctor, which is Keanu Reeves. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And Jack's, yes, yes, Jack's yes. carrying on as usual. That's great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you now. Sorry, man. I was uh, I was right. just thinking about a name for something in my top five, to be honest. <laughs> it's okay, man. You're getting old. You're getting older by the minute. <laughs> yeah, anyway, something's going to give. If you haven't seen that, yeah. Do yourself a favour. Yeah. And then do a double bill with It's Complicated. Yeah, that yeah 100%. Meryl Streep and yeah. Uh, yeah, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, and Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Okay, all right, five. You could literally have a Nancy Myers marathon easily. Easily, and yeah, and, and, and be laughing and well satisfied by the end. I just got a phone call with my wife. One second. Hello? Yes. Could we please put the pool heater on? Uh, I can do that. Yes. Thank you. All right. We're on our way back now. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye, darling. Bye. <laughs> that was my uh, wife and uh, basically asking to um, put the pool heater on, as you heard, uh, uh, for my two children who oh, want to right. go in. <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I'm not putting the pool heater on. Um, because it makes a noise and we wouldn't be able to. Uh, <laughs> so I'll be in trouble when I get home. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's, so, let's get, well, this is a shorter episode, so let's get through yeah. this top five. And um, yeah. My number five, number five is Gran Torino. Yeah. Clint Eastwood again. Yeah. Uh, because I like uh, people at the end of their lives who are angry, old <laughs> men. Yeah. But then. This reminds me of you when you're going to be 17. Oh, com- oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. I see myself in this movie all yeah. the time where, you know, <laughs> he, he will eventually start taking on new experiences and new lessons. He's, he's living in an area where there are gangs and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and he has a few moments where he becomes the old man hero, yeah. you know, but it's not over the top. It's just gritty. Like, oh, I think this is the right thing to do, even though I probably wouldn't have done this before um, this new family, you know, moved in next to me and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's got a lot of racial tension. Oh, and yeah, definitely. Issues. And he's like, he's like kind of a bigot in some regard, but 
he ends up befriending the Asian um, family next door and, yeah. and you know, really helps the young son boy tries and, to, st- yeah, well, the young boy, you know, tries to steal the car yeah, at one it's stage. An ama- it's an amazing film. It's an amazing film. So see that Eastwood is brilliant. Yeah. He really finds a the great best. way to, to work with his age all through his career. Oh, hundred percent. And I think because he has control of the roles that, um, he, you know, whether he yeah, directs wrote, wrote himself or directed, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, anyway, man, I, I, I actually, now I'm talking about it, I just want to watch that movie again. Well, I only saw it uh, a month ago. Yeah. And right. it's, it's nothing short of amazing today. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. unreal. I definitely saw it within the last year and felt the same. My next film I'm thinking you'll have somewhere in your top five for schniz, I reckon. Okay. Uh, right. So my number four is uh, Cocoon. No. Oh, no way. No. Oh, wow. No, I look, uh, you know, I, that was just too early for me. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I, never, I have never watched it again. Yeah. Um, and Oh, right, okay. I, I remember watching it maybe four or five times when I was a kid and really liking it. Yeah. But I, I'm talking like five years old, okay. eight years old. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great movie. I, I, I've probably seen it in the last 24 months or something. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, obviously, Steve Guttenberg. <laughs> yeah. With <laughs> Short Circuit for him, if no one probably knows who he is these days. But it's got, you know, Brian Dennehy's in it. He's amazing. Um, Don Amaki's Brian in Dennehy it. was on The Blacklist. And directed by Ron Howard too. And directed by Ron Howard. Yeah. Just a really wonderful movie. It's kind that of is... like a old man's E.T., <laughs> you know, it's got that beautiful story about it. And I don't know, it's very sweet. From what I remember of it, like I did watch it multiple times, so I must have loved it. But mm. I just, it's just not in the the memory bank. Sure, sure. You know? Yep. No, it's a good one. Um, all right, so my number four is a film you won't have in your top five. Oh, uh, but you'll know it, and I think hopefully you've seen it because I, I, I feel the this crow is, doesn't qualify. <laughs> I feel this is a film that you may have missed. Just you'll see why. Secondhand Lions. Ah, uh, yeah, it's funny. I knew that you would have that in your top five because I know how much you loved it and you kept raving about it. Yeah. And you, you're right. I did not – I missed it. I ended up missing it and not seeing the film. Yeah, man. So can you write that down on your list, man? Sure. Uh, please, because it's available somewhere now. So um, basically, Haley Joe Osmond from coming off Sixth Sense fame, uh, you know, he is um, – he is the son of like a bit of a dysfunctional mother, dysfunctional family. Yeah. And he's given to these old blokes living on a, um, uh, property, a property. farm. Yeah. 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 A little farm. And, uh, that is Michael Caine. Mm. And in this film, which really gets me, like gets me going and crying is Robert Duvall. Yeah. Robert Duvall. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's hilarity that comes because they're just two old guys who don't give a fuck about life anymore and they almost want to you, – you feel they want to just commit suicide. Like they, they, they continually want to do things that are dangerous, that um, like flying old planes that probably aren't going to stay up anymore or importing a lion, which the secondhand lions comes from, from a zoo yeah. to let it go on their farm <laughs> so they can track it and kill it yeah. in a really old man way, you know. And they, they play off this in jokes. But the moment that gets me – is when um, they're in a diner and these young boys, you know, come in and, oh, man, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> is, and, uh, and, you know we mention crying on the show a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're um, just in touch with our and, uh, sensitive side. Let That's me get all. through this. Come on, man. <laughs> and, uh, Tito, pass me some tissues. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine, stop teasing. <laughs> and... Uh, 
and uh, <laughs> just let me get through it, man. <laughs> These young guys come into this diner and they start disrespecting him in this particular way. I don't want to ruin the scene because if you watch it, it's great. But Robert Duval um, just happens to, like, they become a little bit sort of um, uh, hands on with him. And Robert Duval, coming from a Vietnam War sort of background, just grabs this guy and the camera angle, everything about it just gets to Robert Duval being the man. He's old, he actually can't do this, but in this moment he had to, and he's gripping this guy in a really nice lock, and he just starts giving this talk on um, respect. Yeah, nice. Oh, I, and I, 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 do you know what? It's, this I won't is, say the line because it'll ruin it. <laughs> Please just watch it because yeah. like, I'm no, tearing up. Because I've, oh. I've got a feeling I've actually seen the film properly. I, I think I ended up watching it <laughs> properly once, but yeah. yeah. Man, it is good, and uh, and that movie, that, that 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 scene alone is something that I will YouTube every so often nah, just nice. to watch that moment. But yeah, yeah. it's not it's not as good as just a scene. You, you yeah, need to watch course, the whole context. film as a whole to context yeah. here. And Robert Duvall, man, yeah, he's unreal. So anyway, great, uh, and he's also part of one of my favorite films of all time, which is Apocalypse Now. Yes. So and Days of Thunder. <laughs> yeah, and he's great now as well. Uh, my number three is a newer one actually, but, um, just an amazing film in The Intern with, uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, so and, much fun. And Hathaway, directed by Nancy Myers. Yeah, it's, man, Robert Love De Niro it. in this film is just so lovable. Yes, you know, and completely. I mean, I'm a massive fan. But she's of a solid that. actor, yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. So she she played a really good part in this. Yeah, yeah. So it really works well between us. And and what I loved about this movie really is it's actually not a romantic comedy. It's actually just a comedy drama about friendship. There's yeah. no romance in it. No nothing. It's just pure friendship. Yeah, I really really love that. Yeah, but just yeah, Robert De Niro, man. You, you just want to take him home and eat him in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he uh, plays that typical kind of grandpa, grandfather role, and yeah, he's he's a he's an amazing human being anyway, you know. So, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Like it was nice because you know he did meet the Fockers and stuff like that, which you got to see the grandfather side of him. Yeah. But in a particularly <laughs> comedy way. Yeah. And then of course everyone's seen Meet the Fockers. I really hope. But you know, it turns out that he's a bit of a ex. CIA type yeah. thing, and, and that's more his character, you know, that who who you would imagine him to play. Yeah. So he's able to rest on doing that. But you saw this glimpse of this really lovable kind of guy. Yeah. But then in this film, he goes full lovable. Yeah. And not a bad bone in his body. No hints you know, of it. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's a big risk, you know. Really, like. For, yeah. For someone like him, and um, yeah, that was amazing, man. Yeah. If you haven't seen the intern, by the way, just. Just go watch it straight yeah. away because it's it's a must watch. So that was your number three. three. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, my number three is uh, a great little film actually, uh, which is Red. Oh yeah. Do you know you're so predictable? I thought you. Had oh, I thought yeah. you had Red as well. Look at you. You know what? You can only say. No, I'm serious. We're In having life, an old man fight here. By you the can way. only say you're predictable. Before the person says that. <laughs> because otherwise, you're just being... I think a... if you wind back the tape, I did say it before, you did. No, no, no. I said red, and you went, man, you're so predictable. <laughs> so we're all going a bit senile in the show <laughs> as well. Oh, hilarious. Oh. Hilarious. So why is that predictable? Tell me. Uh, just because you've got a hard on for that film. and, and Of course I do. Have yeah. you seen it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I don't like that. I, I don't love that film. And oh, it's okay. And the sequel is horrible. Sure. But I didn't bring up the sequel. <laughs> I brought up the first film, which is really good, because you've got Bruce Willis, Helen Mirren, Morgan Freeman, and then a great turn by John Malkovich. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't love John Malkovich. Um and, uh, you know, it's just about a bunch of assassins getting back together to help out the other one. It's a very straightforward film. Yeah. Based on a comic. Based on a comic, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just fun. Like, it just had a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. I'm messing. The sequel was, was really bad. Yeah. But the first one's good. Yeah. Anyway, I liked it. It's my number three. And it's fun. Go watch it. <laughs> my number two, <laughs> my number two is uh, an Oscar-winning performance, actually. Uh, an yeah. Oscar-winning performance. Oh, what, what, you're getting defensive now. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Not defensive. No. Nope. But you're bullying me now. Yes. You're messing with what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is uh, as good as it gets. Oh yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I got no Helen Hunt. Word. Yeah, Greg Kinnear, Cuba Gooden Jr. Directed by James L. Brooks. Uh, yeah, it's just brilliant. And he just, he obviously plays an old cranky man with OCD. <laughs> Isn't it funny, like, how, uh, is there like a stereotype for old people in this country, in, in movies? Sorry. What's that? Well, most of them are playing older, cranky, over with life yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. And then the brilliance of life comes out, you know? Yeah. <sighs> well, the intern, he wasn't really. Cranky, he was just trying to adjust, I guess. Robert De Niro, but yeah, he's a little little crankiness in there, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of so, like you feel sorry for him, mm. and then you know. Well, some... and and the funny thing about it, as good as it gets, you do not feel sorry for this guy. You you actually almost <laughs> not, hate him is a wrong wrong word, but you really detest him for the most part of the movie. But then he just gives you a little sprinkle of love here and there, and that, those Jack. little sprinkles. Uh, what is so beautiful, uh, great about the film, you know? Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't seen this movie, yeah, you got to just watch it for his performance alone. I concur. Uh, yeah. One of the best films that uh, I think I've seen. Yeah. 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 It'd be like in the top probably 20 films of all time for me, you know, something yeah. like that. I haven't thought about it. But and yeah. it was great to see Helen Hunt again. Yeah. Uh, she was Twister really great. And, yeah. She, she's a great actress, and it's just a shame you don't see her that more often. I, I'd mm. love to see her more often. She's solid. Twister. Yeah, I don't need to watch that again. I haven't seen so, uh, that for a long time. Uh, all right, so then my number two. Yes, what are we doing? Hopefully got? it's not your number one. Uh, it won't be. It, okay. It can't be, actually. The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, a bit of Meryl action. Yes, yeah, how could nice. you throw Meryl out? Like, she's, uh, she's there. She's up and around. Like The only thing you could hold me on, and I, I conveniently didn't look up her age in this because I just went... Yeah, she's 60. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what? Can we look that up? <laughs> you know what? Let's just go with it. Let's just go, just with, go it. with it. Like, she's so good in yeah. this. Oh, that, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's and right. against type as well, which is kind of what Jack was in As Good As It Gets. You know, it, was a, it was an anti-hero character almost. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. And Anne Hathaway was in that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, she, Anne Hathaway, again, great turn from her. Um, this was probably the first time I'd seen her 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Was it? Oh, en- Enchanted. So Emily Blunt. Who was the? Yeah, Emily Blunt. She was. Was the, it Emily um, Blunt? Yeah. Yeah. She was brilliant as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it, it just tells a story of obviously this uh, um, magazine, the fashion magazine editor, and the cutthroat world um, that surrounds her, and uh, and Hathaway playing the the sort of newbie to this group. Um, becoming her sort of PA and yeah. assistant. It's so good. And it is so good. It's so it's funny. It's such a great and, film. Yeah. And it gets better the more you watch it too. It just keeps yeah. giving. I saw know. that cinema in the States actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw that and then Superman Returns, I want to say. Oh, okay. Something like that. Great support cast. Stanley Tucci in this film is oh, amazing. Stanley He's always Tucci. amazing. Yeah. But in this particular film, he is just great. Doesn't he play a gay fashion designer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And he's that sort of uh, shoulder to rest on, you know, the, the, the advice giver, and yeah. you know, he knows he knows Meryl well. He's worked with her for a long yeah, time, exactly. and, but he's not going to have a go against Meryl. But yeah. he's going to try and help the the newbie through the this movie. And also, uh, Adrian Grenier is in it as well from Entourage. Yeah, um, he's sort of disappeared Love a little interest, bit. Yeah. Not sure. yeah. All right, my number one, my number one, my number, number, one, one, number one, my number one is without question one of the greatest performances of all time. Not shit. It's Sorry, not. It's ahead. not because it's actually in your top five, <laughs> and that is Grand Torino. Ah, uh, yeah. That is, that is my number one, man. That that is such a great character oh, study, yeah. you know, and. Yeah, Clint Eastwood wrote, directed, starred in this masterpiece, yep. right? And we've talked about the film, but then I just want to end on what we kind of talked about last week a little bit, was um, the movie ends and it's quite an emotional scene and then he sings this little lullaby, Clint Eastwood sings. Yeah. Like, as the credits are coming up, Clint Eastwood sing, singing this lullaby on this piano. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it's so flawed as well. It's so flawed. Yeah. But it's... But that's fine. Brilliant. But that's what the movie is, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. That's why I said um, before, like when uh, he was um, having his hero moments, they were grittier moments. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah. They were flawed moments. Yeah, they were. Uh, even though he was trying to save the day, and that's exactly what that song is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an amazing film. An amazing film. Give it its time that it deserves, and I'm you'll definitely got to go back and watch it again. Yeah, even yeah. though I've seen it lately, I just yeah. That's my number one, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, this one is, there's no guessing. It's on a ranch. There are horses. <laughs> it stars Robert Redford. That's right, my friends. Oh, yeah, the horse it's whisperer. It's the horse whisperer. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> of course you've got that and as that... number one. You're so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> and he sneaks in at a grand old age of 62 at that, oh, at that uh, time. Yeah. Okay. He's 82 now and... Um, yeah, that was it's 20 years ago, in. that film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I was just lucky. Like, I, I was, when I was researching this, I actively, like, and people were around, and I actively went, yes! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, we've, we've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole with the age group thing here, and it's really difficult to mm. find a, a good, like, films that you believe in. Yeah. You know? Um, so, so I'm really happy that we've got some films we believe in yeah. for this one. It was a challenge. But it just shows you too. We've just mentioned some absolute royalty in acting, you yeah. know, throughout these top fives. And although they're seniors and dangerous behind the wheel. <laughs> oh, my God. Dumb and dumb quote. <laughs> uh, look, if you haven't seen this movie, it's based, based on a true story about a, a, basically a guy that can um, 
work with horses. You know, a horse whisperer, like any sort of whisperer, as they say, uh, is someone who can understand a horse. Mm, like and, Dr. Doolittle. And no, Dr. <laughs> Doolittle is able to talk to, actually talk to animals. Uh, whereas these ones are more about the, you know, understanding the mannerisms, mannerisms of a horse, mm. understanding how, how, um, you know, how, how each horse, horse feels almost. You know, they're kind of a psychologist of a horse. And, yes. Uh, and yeah, Robert Redford just, he makes movies that are always set, um, not in a Western style, but they're generally, I'm going to say, if Colorado was a feeling, <laughs> that's what he does. That yeah. He does films that just happen to be warm, um, cowboyish. Except for up close and personal. I agree. Fine. I'm just, he, on. <laughs> On general, he makes these films and he does them really well. Yes. Um, you know, like he has Sundance Film Festival. Yes. And that's all set in like, you know, really nice rocky sort of mountains. Yeah. and what, you know, that's Completely crap. makes sense. Hey, can I tell you Confessions of a Film Buff? Oh, no. I've never seen this one. No! No! Get back here! Get back here now! Don't, you've got to come back. He's gone. He's off and running. Oh, where is your notepad? I'm going to write this down for you right now. Do you know that Scarlett Johansson's in this movie? What, she's 13? Sure, but it's Scarlett Johansson still, and she's great. Like, I know that everyone thinks Scarlett Johansson good-looking. I feel safe. Blah, 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 blah. Hmm. No, she's a great actor. But she's a great actor. Yeah, I agree. It's, yeah, she she's plays, fantastic. what, the daughter or I don't know. She owns the horse. Right, okay. Yeah, um, and... Uh, God, man, uh, I don't want to talk about it because I'll cry again. But <laughs> <laughs> I've had too many tears today already. Um, you've got it. Pl- secondhand lions Which I and think the I'll horse whisperer. I think, I think that should be a You know what? Let's make this a rule and I'll, I'll follow it to yours. Ugh. If we ever have Gosh. top fives, yeah. whatever we haven't seen of each other's yeah. top five. I got to watch it. Is that what you're saying? We do our best to try and watch it. All right, I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas my best means I'll actually try and get hold of it and watch it. <laughs> no, I definitely want to – I've got to remind myself if I've seen Secondhand Lions, but I definitely haven't seen Horse Whisperer and I don't really have a lot of interest to watch it. Fine. Watch it for me. <laughs> uh, it's my number one. Okay. You want to understand me as a person? Like what? you say you do, yet you haven't seen no. the film. <laughs> 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 on that note <laughs> I, think we, I think we got through a lot here <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. We got, we've tabled a lot and I think we need to um, uh, take this offline yeah oh cool alright fine we've gone through <laughs> our top five we've gone through the uh, also I noticed that I had the only um, elder female in top five um, I just want to say that so everyone <laughs> can, out there can just you know that's fine. No, no, he I was had... brought up in an older age where you didn't have to like think about women. Uh, excuse me. I had something's got to give. Yeah. Yeah. What? I had fried green tomatoes. Uh, I had fried green tomatoes. Hang Daisy. on. Wait, wait. They were all honorables. Yeah. They're not top five. It's not top five. That's it's not four top five. Female. No. Like, well, no, no. Okay. Something's got to give. Top five. Is, no. Something's got to give. And you talked about Jack the whole time. Oh. Right. You and Jack just get off him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've got to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, no, but uh, if you haven't seen any of those films, uh, I, I think I wholeheartedly believe in definitely my top five. There's some in yours that I need to. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I was about to say I need to watch some of yours. Yes. Uh, because I've seen, but if you haven't seen As um, Good as It Gets, which is one of Jay's, man, that's the one I believe in. Got to go see that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's it. 
Check out our uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'll put up that link to the John Lewis, Elton John ad. Yeah. Uh, Make sure you review and rate and say something. Yeah, go to iTunes. Guys, you can help us out. That's what we need is uh, iTunes ratings. So just it's a couple of clicks, bang, off your – you have to have an account or anything. Just click it. Do it now. So until next time. See you next week. Ciao, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. This podcast is sponsored by Man Present. Ever struggle to buy a man a present? Want to get a present that is universally loved? Who the hell doesn't? It's usually so bloody hard, right? Socks and ties are lame, gift vouchers suck, and flowers will not be well received. Well, all your man gifting worries are a thing of the past with manpresent.com. Manpresent is a gift box delivery service that lovingly sends classy gift boxes of Cuban cigars and single malt whiskey to the man who deserves a touch of class. Whether it's a wedding, a new father, a birthday, or just because they deserve a gift, use manpresent.com for the win. With boxes starting at $69, it has never been easier to be a gifting king. Simply visit manpresent.com and ensure you use the coupon code OFFTOPIC, all one word for 5% off your order. Manpresent.com. Man gifting made easy.